Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Will from Dance Gavin Dance, and you're listening to New Music Inferno. What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday. It is New Music Inferno, Industry Friday. I'm JR, and we are live, and I hope you guys are having a great week. Uh, I know we haven't been live in a while uh, on, on our regular shows during the week, but we will be returning next week, and uh, we'll be lining up guests and everything like that. And uh, today, we, and I, before we go any further, before we go any in-depth into bringing Jen on the show uh, here on our Industry Friday with her, uh, I just want to say I'm here for you guys. Uh, you know, New Music Inferno has been a safe place. Uh, if you guys need to talk about anything, I'm here for you. I know a lot of stuff has been going on, you know, know, rest in peace, Chester Bennington, uh, from everything that has happened yesterday, uh, but we are here for you guys. This is a safe place. This is a, you know, a good place to talk and to get our feelings out and to talk to musicians and industry people and, you know, everybody alike. If you have, you know, musicians that you don't know, come in and join us and uh, and talk to them. and, And, you know, they have topics too, you know, whatever. Uh, about their songs and music that we talk about, you know, you hear, uh, come here and join us. But let's do this. Let's get. Let's go and bring Jen on here in a second. Uh, she she's a uh, publicist. She's been you know a good friend of the show for a while. She's the CEO and publicity director for Catalyst Publicity Group. Uh, she teaches over over you know all. It's in her info that we have here. Uh, you know, over at Florida Atlantic University where she graduated as well. Uh, and she's also, uh, you know, at Johnson & Wells University, North Man campus uh, where she teaches media literacy as well. And, and you know, it's everything in there. If you want to find out more, go to Kyle's, you know, PR on me on the Facebook. Just type that in, Twitter and all that. Uh, but let me bring Jen on right now. Jen Appel. Jen, good afternoon. How are you doing, Jen? Good. How are you? Fantastic. It's great to have you here. Um, I know it's been a crazy week of, of whirlwind stuff in the music community. Uh but thankfully you're here on Friday hanging out with us to uh you know, shed some light of what, what you do and where where you got your start and how everything came together for you and uh you know, before we go into that, the funny thing is, Jen, uh, the first time we ever met was at Warp Tour and it finally, mm-hmm. you know, uh as a as a memory on Facebook uh, popped up on my memories, and I was like, I remember that. That was four years ago uh, at Warp wow. Tour in Camden, New Jersey. Um, so that was a, a fun time. Um, that was uh, when Warp Roadies was out, and JJR and Anto uh, from the Swellers were fighting and wrestling and all that kind of stuff. Uh, if anybody don't remember that, they should go and research that and look that up. But, Jen, so how did you get your start? Let, let's start off right. Let's, how did you get your start in the music community? Like, what made you want to do publicity? What made you want to do PR work? What? How did this all start for you? Yeah, good question. Well, I, like, remember that date so well four years ago. I feel like that was last month. <laughs> I don't know how four years ago <laughs> yeah. passed, like, so quick. But, um, but, yeah, thank you again for bringing me on. I'm, I'm really excited, and I'm glad that we get to catch up, too. So, um But, yeah, so I actually, um, when I started at Indiana University in 2005, I actually wanted to go into uh, interior design. That was, like, everything, my passion um, when I was in high school. Um, My mom's an interior decorator, and 
So I wanted to follow in her footsteps with drafting and graphic design. And at that time, um, everything was not done on the computer. So I was really into creating the artwork and um, putting these, you know, different layouts together and, and drafting. So in high school, I got all these awards and thought that was going to be my career. And then I got to college and um, I went to one of the top 10 uh, universities that offered design and I hated it. Like everything about it was math and, and there was no creativity and I felt like I was kind of put into a box. And coincidentally, that same semester, my first semester of college, I took an English class and my English professor was like, write this fictional story on this, 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 and that, and I want you to write these essays. And I realized that writing was actually something I was very passionate about, but I didn't know that at that time. So um, when I was going through that class, my uh, professor pulled me aside and, and was like, I think you should try taking classes in communication school or maybe try some journalism and, you know, see if there's a career path for you. And I'm so fortunate because um, – my professors were incredible. They like guided me in the right direction and gave me so many different opportunities to kind of figure out what my new career would be since I was completely starting over. Um, and at that time they said public relations would be a great start for me. So throughout my whole four years at college, um, I did PR classes and marketing. Social media was totally brand new at the time that I started college. Uh, Facebook wasn't even available to anybody except whenever you had like a college email address. So that was a totally mm -hmm. like brand new experience for me. Um, and as I was going through the whole process, um, I also interned for a lot of PR firms. So whether it was every semester of school or it was over the summers, I interned for eight PR firms throughout that time. Um, and I decided so when I graduated college in 2009, the economy was not so hot, <laughs> so I decided uh, to go on and get my master's, which is something um, that I was really passionate about. Um, I grew up with a learning disability and had a really hard time in school, and any class that I couldn't be creative with, I just felt like I was a complete failure at, so for me to go and get my master's, that was like, that was the thing for me, so it was purely for me, and I'm so grateful that I did it, and like I completed it and I have the degree and everything. But when I was going through that process, um, I worked for a really amazing PR firm, which is no longer in existence, which makes me really sad. But I worked under this lady, uh, Valerie Zucker, who uh, was out in South Florida. And she was um, like, if you think of the Devil Wears Prada, she like embodied that. Like I felt like she was the coolest person I wanted to be her. She just took shit from no one and like anything she did she walked into a room and was like the person that everyone was scared of but needed to know and when I was going through this internship um, she worked a lot with entertainment and some musicians and events and I kind of felt like okay if I do PR I don't have to do some of the boring stuff that I was learning in college like you know going into health or going into like some local press like I can actually have fun as I'm, as I'm doing this. So I kind of played around with it a little bit. And um, as soon as I graduated, I got a job at uh, Chase Marketing Group down in Miami. And their whole um, you know, presence as a company was really expanding into social media while putting events on for like 
the orchestra in town or doing it for the theater. And there was a lot more of like a local regional feel to it, but I was still dabbling a little bit more into music while being a social media liaison to all these nonprofits and companies. So I slowly kind of like weaned my way in. And um, when I left the company, I was offered a job to uh, work as a publicist for a brand new company at an entertainment firm that uh, strictly worked in music. And for me, um, I grew up, my parents are huge music fans, anything 70s, not really 80s, but like I grew up with like the Bee Gees. That was like my thing. And I always had this like mm-hmm. really great memory growing up with my parents taking us when we were really little, my brother and I, to all these concerts. So I knew that I had a passion for music. I just didn't know that there was a career for it. Like I didn't start when I was in high school booking bands and managing. Like that wasn't wasn't part of like my circle or my local scene. I was just the fan that went to all of these shows. Um, So when I got offered this position, um, I was a little scared. (laughs) There was, like, so much that I just was so unsure of about the industry. But the cool thing was is that they gave me the opportunity to, like, basically do as I wanted. You know, like, there was no limitations. They were a brand-new company. So I ended up building out this whole department. Um, We hired 30 publicists. We had tons of different artists. We worked a lot because of – being in Miami, we've worked a lot with like hip hop, rap, and, and R&B, which isn't 100% like my go-to like favorite genre, but um, it was really cool to kind of learn under these people that have worked at major labels and, you know, actually like working in the music industry. So funny enough, um, I've told this story a couple of times, but when I was going through this process, um, I was super naive. I thought there was like a rite of passage when you get into the music business where, uh, you don't get paid during your first year. So here I am, like, hmm. I have a college degree. I got my master's. I'm living at home. I'm trucking all the way down an hour away to this job that I'm not getting paid for. And after a couple months, um, they finally were like, okay, we're ready to, like, pay you and all this stuff. And then I learned that um, they were doing really, like, unethical, shady, like, business behind the scenes. Um, So Mm -hmm. when I learned that, I was like, I'm brand new to the music industry. I'm brand new to PR. I'm still pretty new. Like, my name is everything. You know, I don't want to ruin my reputation by getting into dirty business that, like, I have no part being of. So as I was going through this process, um, I had realized that not only did I write their contracts um, for them, I put together all these press campaigns, I kind of like navigated it by teaching myself over a 10 month period to the point where I made this like decision to just start my own company and have the ability to work with artists like at my capacity and in the genres that I wanted. So about two weeks after I quit, um, which was this big dynamic thing that didn't go over nicely, but I ended up quitting the job and then uh, talked to my dad and, I was like, I think I'm going to start my own business and went through this whole process of creating our LLC and getting a contract together. And it was really cool. It was something, again, going through this whole experience, I never thought I would be a CEO. I never thought, honestly, with like how much I struggled in school, I never thought that would be a possibility ever. Um, I just thought I would just work for people and 
you know, I'm pretty dedicated to my work ethic, but I just didn't think that was a possibility. So to sit here in September, we're celebrating six years of Catalyst, which completely blows me away. Um, Like it's still anytime we get a new artist or somebody discovers us through another person or just online or through the work that we do, it's still like so incredibly humbling. So that's kind of the story of how I got into um, Catalyst. And then I was really fortunate uh, to get into teaching. So having a master's, um, I was given the opportunity to start teaching at Florida Atlantic University. Um, Stephanie, who works for me, she actually got her master's there in their music um, and marketing uh, master's program. And I went in to go guest lecture a couple times and ended up meeting a couple of the professors. And they called me one day and said, hey, our you know, PR professor is leaving and we need to fill the position. Would you be interested? And I jumped to it. So that's kind of been the, uh, the story of how I got to where I'm at. And same thing goes for Johnson & Wales, um, actually the same exact situation. There's someone in the program recommended me, and this year I'm starting to teach. So um, kind of splitting my time a little bit, but teaching is uh, incredibly humbling. Um, it's really, it's a very cool thing to be able to watch people understand like a career and, and how to do certain things and then watch them actually go out and become super successful in their job. So i um, very fortunate for that. But yeah, so long-winded story, that's kind of how I got my start. <laughs> it's all good. Sorry, it's, I, I, I know people are, so. it, it, it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's, it's a long story. You know, honestly, you know, you're, you're doing, you know, Catalyst and, you know, for six years now, I mean, honestly, I've been along for the ride in, in my now eight uh, year, uh, no, ninth year of the show. Shit, I was about eight. Wow. I'm like, what the hell? No, I'm wrong. Nine years of the show. I've been, you know, for the for the whole uh, journey for you, Jen. I mean, honestly, we started off uh, with a certain band that you were uh, working with as one of your first clients, and then, you know, while mm-hmm. you were in Indiana, and now you're in Florida, and, uh, you know, you're doing big things, and you know, big shout out to Steph too, and everybody else who's working with Catalyst, uh, with the bands and everything else that you guys have, you know, garnered uh, throughout the history. I mean, honestly, big ups to Night Argent. You know, last year was on Warp Tour, and this year, uh, you know, just releasing a new EP about a week ago. Um, so they're doing big things, and everybody else that you you guys have gotten uh, on your roster. I mean, honestly, I, I I know I I'm hindering on getting these guys on the show, and I apologize. I apologize to everybody out there um, as well, all the other publicists that I work with. I apologize. I will get your bands on once my work schedule becomes back to normal for Wednesdays and Thursdays um, off, so I can have my regular you know scheduled show because I know how people are used to listening to that. So, but on on that topic, I mean, honestly, you mentioned Facebook, uh, you know, as the beginning, like we were, you know, basically, uh, we were guinea pigs back then, 2004 and 2005. Like you were, uh, with the, with the Facebook having a, you know, having to have a college, uh, email and, and how it started out. It was just for college kids, you know, the network between people, you know, between colleges and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, now, you know, where it is, it's it's basically a conglomerate of everything. I mean, you get your music, you got your, you know, it's kind of a, you know, non-professional LinkedIn version where you can talk to your publicist that you want to work with uh, on bands that you know personally, like you. I mean, honestly, I hit you up sometimes or, or Steph or uh, anybody else out there listening in that are, you know, that have dealt with me uh, on the music world. I mean, Jen, like for you though, how do you, I mean, honestly, you have a big clientele list. I mean, honestly, you've worked 
with you know John Schneider, Bows Like Girls, The Spill Canvas, Our Last Night, Alasana, um, and so many other ones that are, are, are coming in, like I mentioned, Night Argent and, and so many other ones. Um, how do you do you go about selecting? Do do you do you get you know do you get emails from bands and say, hey, you know what, we want you as a PR group or your, our, our publicist to you know work on this? Do you deny people stuff, or how do you how's the process for you to choose your clients? Yeah, it's it's definitely evolved over time. Um, a lot of what we do now, it has to be um, that we're passionate about an artist. That has to be the first and foremost. If I'm not interested in the music or if I feel like I wouldn't want to share it with somebody or that I was just not into it, I would 100% mm-hmm. respectfully decline the opportunity because it doesn't make sense. I want to be able to be behind an artist and be behind a project and feel like, I understand what they were going through when they were writing the record and I can successfully pitch that story out and sell it to somebody else to also cover it. So when we go through this whole process, um, it definitely depends on our roster. Uh, We really, really try to not expand our roster too much to the point where we're not giving the, you know, value time to an artist and making sure that, okay, if they have a tour that's pretty extensive for us to go through and pitch, if they have an album Obviously, that takes a ton of time to go through. So when we go through everything, it has to be, you know, obviously if an artist comes to us, like say they were coming to us today for a campaign to start on Monday, and that was, you know, what they wanted, we would have to decline. Like there needs to be something, and this is a huge, for anybody that's listening, for any artist, like you have to have time to plan everything out. So if you are finishing an album today, it's going to take a while to get that out and, and to have the patience to go through it and make sure you've got everything set up. So we kind of do this assessment where if an artist comes to us and says, hey, we want to work with you, here's what we've got, if they're kind of clueless, which it's totally okay if they are, but if they go through and it's sort of like, you know, hey, we have this album and we're releasing it next week, can you help us? If they're willing to push it back and give a proper timeline, awesome. We can mold them and, and shape them into an artist that understands how PR marketing works. But if an artist comes in that's just not willing to kind of adapt to the needs of a publicity campaign, then we have to successfully, you know, obviously decline it. So there's a lot of things that go into it, obviously loving the music to making sure that their marketing timeline and, and their understanding of what a publicist does Um the most difficult part about PR, not to go on a tangent, but it's so hard to guarantee anything. So if an artist comes to us and says, okay, we want X, Y, and Z publications, we want to trend on this playlist, and we want this, 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 and that, and we want it to lead to you know, being signed to a label and whatever, we would have to say that's great and we'll do everything we can to achieve these realistic goals, but you have to understand that not everyone is going to love your music. It's subjective, so we have to go through and push it as best as we can, but there's no guarantee when we go through it. Like, if we love a song, and this has happened before, we've loved a song, we've loved a music video, loved an artist, that gets no reaction, then, you know, as a publicist, it puts us in a very difficult position because, you know, no matter the relationships that we make with people, like, for example, with you, we could send you an artist and say, hey, I think you're going to love this. This is within the vein of who you should be interviewing. You might come back to us and say, hey, we're too busy, or hey, I'm just not feeling this. 
And as a publicist, we have to play the middleman and say, okay, well, what else can we do to reshape the campaign, figure out a new solution, or is this not the right track? Is this not the right time? So we have to play this um, sort of like a parent role and like, you know, consult them through things and make sure they're okay, but also, you know, be upfront and honest that, you know, it's something that it's just an unfortunate thing. So when we go through with a new artist, we try to make sure that they understand the stipulations of hiring a publicist, what that looks like, how we fight for the artist and, you know, everything on their behalf, but we also try to be as realistic as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, honestly, I, I, that's, that's true. I mean, with me, I mean, I'm not like, I don't know, like, I, I can't say that I hate music. I, there are certain genres I don't, you know, t- totally like, but, you know, I will give them the chance on the show because, honestly, I know my listeners are, you know, here for the hottest new stuff and, you know, whatever um, in, in genres and whatnot that I may not know of. Like, honestly, I mean, honestly, I get tossed a lot. I mean, I see in my email right now, I see that, you know, you just sent me an email at 12.02 about Shatterproof. Uh, with the you know, the new music video they put out and the new self-titled EP, which came out today, so I will check that yeah. out. You know, I, and I like out it. I like revival recordings. I mean, honestly, I like what they have to offer. I mean, honestly, uh, Alisana and those boys are, are great. Uh, what they have started up with that label, and also a lot of the other ones that you guys have sent me uh, throughout the you know life of that recordings. I mean, honestly, you weren't working with them in the beginning, but now. Um, you gain them as a client. I mean, honestly, it's great to see that, you know, they're branching out and, and growing as, as a label. And, you know, the other artists, like, you know, mentioned Night Argent, um, that Stephanie is kind of like a, a mother nurturing to uh, on a daily basis because, honestly, they're an amazing mm-hmm. band. And, uh, and to see what they have done throughout um, their short-lived career of being with Catalyst and, and, and working uh, with them, you know, having them on the show and, and, and kind of breaking them on, on my uh, podcast. And I know that I'm going to toss um, once after um, my, I do my work. Like, ne- after this week, uh, weekend, uh, also next week, I'm going to you know, can, uh, can the Warped Tour battle the band stuff you know, and focus on the newer stuff that's out there that's not Warped Tour related. And, you know, I'll throw up a Night Argent track or whatever uh, into that battle for everybody out there listening in. Uh, you know, I like to do the battle things, and I, I know that's a cool concept that a lot of radio stations do. But, you know, I'm not a radio station. I'm a podcast. You know, I you know don't have as many followers as some of the radio stations. But, hey, you know, people love that and enjoy that, and that's a cool concept. But, Jen, you know, for you, I mean, what are some of the artists that you are loving right now that you guys are working with that people should know about? I know I mentioned some of them already. But for you personally, what are some of the artists that maybe some of the people that are listening in that don't know about should check out because they haven't been on the show or, you know, or they have, whatever, you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's so hard. I feel like all the artists are, like, so special to me in different ways. But um, there are a few that come to mind. We we just started working with a great label called Rude Records. Um, They just signed a band called Seven Minutes in Heaven out of Chicago who um, I've been super fortunate. I've been working with them for a little while now, and this is our first, like, big release for them. Um, Mm -hmm. Really loving their sound. They're, like, your typical Chicago pop punk, which, if you know me, that is, like, that is my genre. So everything that they put Mm -hmm. out is um, super refreshing. I mean, growing up, not really growing up, but I guess in, in college, being in the Midwest, 
that was like our thing. Pop punk was the scene and anything that came out of Chicago is pretty much like my favorite growing up. So really excited about seven minutes in heaven. Uh, number one, the guys are awesome to work with really, really uh, creative band to work with. And uh, their new EP comes out this September. Um, so we're kind of in the midst of, you know, promoting that and working on a new single. that's going to come out next month, but their new, uh, music video for Symmetry just came out, um, and it's awesome. So definitely check out that. And then um, Stan Atlantic, who's also on Rude Records, um, it's our first Australian band, which is uh, really cool. Uh, we've had success with working with a couple artists from Canada and Europe and the U.K., but um, this is our first um, Australian uh, band that we've worked with. And the unique thing that uh, Rude Records has is they've actually – delegated uh, publicists all over the world to do this. So not only am I pitching them and breaking them into the U.S., I'm working alongside a full label that's working on all these marketing plans plus all these other publicists that are generating different opportunities. So it makes for a creative campaign. It makes for um, some unique opportunities and um, definitely like their stuff. They're female-fronted, which I love working with um, female lead bands. It's just something – I don't know, being an all-female uh, staff and just pushing the female uh, hard. Like, I just, I, I think it's really cool what they're doing. And um, they have a new single and lyric video coming out on Monday. So definitely check that out. Um, and then speaking of uh, female lead acts, I'm working with this band right now in Austin who just the full team around what they're doing. It's so creative and I, I've, Lucky that I get to work with friends, um, which is awesome. Uh, they're a band called Forever Starts Today. Uh, they're signed to uh, Third String Records with Mike Zemer, and they work with um, Blake, who also works a little bit with Third String. He does some stuff with Catalyst as well, but uh, just the dynamic of working with the band and being another, you know, alternative pop punk band. It's just to me, it's it's I love it. Um, let's see. Outside of that, um, so we do a lot within, you know, the scene, and we work a lot with alternative punk metal artists, but I would say within the last year, one of the, if not probably the coolest project I've ever worked on is working with John Schneider, which I know you had mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Um, He's an actor. Uh, He does a lot of TV stuff, and I got to help celebrate his 16th studio album, Um, And what's so cool about it is, so he, in case people don't know, he's an actor. Um, He started his career in 1978 on the Dukes of Hazzard playing Bo Duke. Eventually started, um, he was involved in the series with uh, Smallville, and now he's on Tyler Perry's uh, The Haves and Have Nots on Oprah's channel. So he already has this, like, massive career in television and film, and he's actually a country artist. And so for me, um, I grew up listening to pop punk as I started, uh, leaving college country became my like favorite go-to. That is like the genre that I can escape to go to a concert and feel like I'm not in the industry and I can just be a fan. Um, so to work with an artist that, um, has had so much success in the country world, um, it was really exciting to kind of dive into that and learn this, entirely new world that I didn't know much about in terms of, you know, what publications they were. I mean, I followed a lot of them, but it was a whole new discovery for me. So we've been really fortunate um, 
He's had some amazing opportunities. Um, releasing his 16th studio album was uh, something that came actually from a really tragic event. Um, in Louisiana last year, there was two huge, massive floods that one of them, I, I believe, only happened like once every century, um, and it completely washed out his entire studio. So he has a studio in uh, Louisiana, and, and the whole thing was flooded, destroyed, and the beauty of how the album was created was he was sitting in his living room and the acoustics sounded great. So he just decided on a whim to record an album and eventually through a mutual contact led to me and, and working the album. And um, I've been working with them for almost a year now. And uh, it's just a really cool and unique project that um, I'm super proud to be a part of. And the team and, and John, they're just, great people to work with. So there's a lot of cool things that we're working on. And I know Steph has her own uh, roster and things that she's doing, but um, I just feel very fortunate today with the clients that we're working with and, you know, the people that we're able to interact with. It's, um, it's really cool. It's evolved over the years. I feel like today it's, we, we've got a really cool roster. So that's pretty much it. You definitely do. <laughs> You definitely do, and, and and Steph, if you're listening in, I do want to have you on too. I know, uh, you know, I, I brought Jen on because I've known Jen a little bit longer first, and I was like, you know what? I know she's busy; she's always doing things. So luckily, she has some time, and I know, uh, you know, you're probably you know busy as well, Steph. I know I see you know all the stuff you've been doing as well. So Steph, if you're listening in, I know Blake. Uh, we I, I talked to you about being on the show too. You're already busy. Uh, out there on tour, uh, on the Warp Tour with a great band as well. So uh, a shout out to Blake, uh, who finally has a phone. Uh, so if Blake, if you're listening, in, give us a call uh, sometime around the near future whenever you get a chance. Um, and anybody else? I mean, if anybody, okay, anybody else? I know we we already yeah, a half hour went by quick, Jen. <laughs> Did you believe that? <laughs> I'm looking at the time. I'm like, it's already 12:30. But um, Jen, if you have any, like, if anybody has any questions, where can they reach out to you uh, so they can talk to you about maybe uh, some other, you know, any advice that you want to give these guys and gals that are out there listening in for uh, the PR world or, you know, where to start, how to start working with bands and how to um, maybe, you know, do what you do or become part of the class team down the, down the line. I mean, honestly, I know you work with a lot of great people. Uh, you have a great team. Uh, so how do you, I mean, how do you, like, how, no, no, let, me, let me rephrase this. How, like, what is some advice that you want to give to, I mean, honestly, you're teaching and everything, what, everything like that, and you're already giving advice to a lot of people in the uh, the Florida area. But for, for you, for the world that lives again, how do you, you know, where do you, how, how do you start something? How do you want to start, you know, saying, say, hey, you know what, I want to do PR as well. How do you want, you know, what what are some words of advice for people that are just starting out? That, you know, maybe are struggling trying to get a clientele yeah. list or, or or something like that in that in that form. Yeah, it's it's you know what it's so interesting because there are other publicists that we have this conversation often. You know, how do you like get more clientele? How do you jump into being a publicist? How do you jump into owning a company and and managing other people? And honestly, the best advice that I can give is experience and education. So on the education side, um, it's so interesting because I'm a part of so many different Facebook groups, um, you know, a couple that this topic often comes up. Is it important to have an education? And 
one of the best advice that um, I will probably ever receive in my life came from my parents that said, no one can ever take your education away from you. If you have a bachelor's, if you have a master's or PhD or anything, that is your, that is your, you know, accomplishment and no one can ever take that away from you. Now I know that there's certain circumstances and I'm sure people probably say, okay, we'll experience Trump's education. Um, in my opinion, and from my personal story, I never would be able to teach today had I not gone and been able to get an education, get a master's, and lead into this. It was never part of my plan, but I'm so fortunate that it that it happened that way because I, I love it so much. So it is an interesting thing, and I absolutely recommend people go and, and get an education. My education was in a very, very broad scope of communications and my master's was a little bit more uh, fine-tuned to just PR and marketing, but absolutely get an education. There are so many things that you can learn. Uh, I say this all the time. My writing improved significantly when I had to, during my master's, write you know 30 to 100-page papers. Like If it wasn't weekly, it was definitely monthly, but I constantly was writing and analyzing and trying to conceptualize these terms and, and understand how certain things were the way that they were. So there's a lot of things that I did learn through my education. Um, on top of that, my internships helped me, one, know exactly what I wanted to do, and number two, taught me how to be the person I am today. So I would sit in an office with my boss and Either I would uh, be super scared about what they were going to say or I would just, like, idolize them. So there are a lot of different things watching people either as a business owner or my supervisors of how they would talk to people, how they would interact with people, how they would talk to clients, how they would go about their projects and their day-to-day work that I sort of took all this, like, culmination of, like, a decade's worth of education and internships to kind of formulate how I wanted to be a boss. And I never, I, I drives me crazy because I don't like having the title of a boss. It's really a, a team effort in every single thing that we're doing, especially at Catalyst. Well, you, but, you own that title greatly. You should own that title <laughs> as a, as a, thank you. as a, uh, as a, you know, implant because honestly you aren't a boss. You aren't the stereotypical boss, but you are a boss in a sense that you are Thank owning you. <laughs> what you do. Yeah, and you know what I mean. I mean, that, you know, kind of yeah. like that, you know, kind of like, you know, freaking like if you had like the, the rings that say B-O-S-S, that's what you are, you're a boss. You just are, <laughs> you, you own what you're doing and you're doing it well and you, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Jen, but that's. No, that, no, no, you're, you're like, fine. No, I, don't I like appreciate that. Title. that. I'm like, you are a yeah. boss. You are freaking like killing it, you yes. know, whatever. But yes. go ahead, well, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, there's certain things, you know, owning the business, being a sole proprietor, having, you know, the company and and building it. Sure, there are certain responsibilities that come with it. And anyone that is looking to start their own company, whether they just want to, you know, have the company for themselves and run under it without employees, you know, there are certain things that are great about it. It's very time consuming. There's also a lot of pressure and a lot of responsibility. So knowing that I was going to get into this, there were a lot of things and and things that I'm still learning today of how can I improve on myself and how can I be a better boss and how can I communicate better with my team and work harder throughout my day. So it doesn't ever really stop, you know, even though I've been doing this for many years, I'm sure there are certain things like talking to potential clients that 
pretty much on autopilot at this point, but there's still things that come up that I have to talk to my staff about. There's no way that I could come to a solution without the full team. Yeah, making sure that we're all on the same page. And not to mention, uh, there are many things that I'm not great at that if I go to Steph or, or Lucy or Blake, I'm like, I just don't know what to do, and they already have a solution for it. So I'm the first to admit that I 100% would not be where I am today, especially with Catalyst, without every single person that has been involved in the company for years and has been a part of you know, our history as a company. It's, it's really important um, for me and for like the brand of Catalyst for everyone to know it's a team effort. So anyways, but going back to like the initial question, 100% think you need to have experience and you need to have an education. And when you have both of those things lined up, I think that you're pretty much set for success in, in the industry. Um, obviously it takes a lot of patience. Jobs just don't happen. In my case, um, I had, two jobs that were okay, if you will. Um, I'm not mm-hmm. your typical like person that works for 10 companies and then is like, I can do this on my own. I'm very lucky that I can make a living of something that, you know, I didn't have much experience in. And, and it's definitely something I'm grateful for today. But anybody that is trying to get into the industry, ask questions. I mean, if there's somebody in the industry that – you are just like, I love everything that you're doing and embodying and, and how you're going about your business. Talk to that person. Like, I know I make myself available as much as I can to anybody that wants to get into PR, that, um, you know, wants to start their own business or become a teacher and how they go through all those processes. And I feel like most industry like that. We, I think collectively, and I don't want to speak for the industry, um, but I think we all want to see the music business be successful. And the way that we can eliminate some of the uh, bottom line of people that are just not understanding how it works is to educate. So if the people that are successful in the business and can see the passion and understand how to do what they're doing, it's sort of like our obligation to help people that are starting off so that, you know, as they come through the system, there's really no misunderstanding of how the industry flows. So that's sort of my two cents when it comes to that. Um, And again, anybody that is interested in understanding what PR is and what our day-to-day looks like or internships or jobs or anything, um, then go to the catalystpublicitygroup.com. Our uh, email is on there. Obviously, we talk at more than once a day. So anybody that comes in that has questions um, can absolutely reach out. I make myself pretty much available on social media as well. So if there's any questions, they can go through, uh, message us on our Facebook, add me on Facebook, um, anything like that. But definitely I'm here to educate. I feel like that's like my my goal for being in the industry. So, um, but yeah, so if anyone has questions, they can ask. Definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, big shout-out to Lucy as well. She started out as a fan of the show way back when, so big shout-out to her and all the success she's done uh, through, you know, her her site as well and also working with Catalyst and also um, to another individual that we both know daily that is out there kicking ass and doing his uh, his 
lovely uh, industry uh, driven that he does. Uh, and that is our, our lovely Mike Wilson that I just want to give a big shout out to. I'm sorry, Jen, I didn't mean to bring him into the conversation, but I just wanted to give a big shout out to him because honestly he's important in your life and also all the people that were in, involved in your life, you know, as individuals in this industry that you've, you know, you've made friends and also, uh, you know, worked with throughout the years that you've been around has molded you into who you are today and what you are doing. I know you were mentioning that, uh, you know, all the the relationships with bands and everything else that you mentioned, um, that's who, you know, have molded you to where you are and where you are today. And that's, you know, how I've been as well, you know, know, with the relationships of of bands and artists that I've gained and, and, and lost and everything throughout the ages of this show and, and being, you know, a fan of music as well. Um, so that's what I, I just wanted to bring Mike in the conversation. He's, he's out there killing it and he'll, he'll be in my neck of the woods tomorrow. Uh, unfortunately I won't be going yes. to that show. I will be headed Aww. to, um, the, uh, free good Charlotte show <laughs> down on Fremont. Nice. So I, w- I would nice. love to see third eye blind too, but Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, you know, free, I didn't get tickets. So I didn't like, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go see, uh, good Charlotte for free down in Fremont. But, uh, Mike, I know you're going to kill it. And, you know, just amazing. I am so happy for him as well. And, and Mike, if you're wanting to be on the show to tell people how you got started in the photography world and where you're at today, I would love to have you on. Um, because honestly, it's a whole different direction. I said, this is industry Fridays. That's not publicist, but I know it's been publicist for the past, you know, two, three weeks now, uh, with, with Jen and also, uh, you know, everybody else that I've had on the show, uh, you know, Scott, Kristen, and and Jamie, all you know, all the three past weeks. Um, but you know, it's about everything. And Jen, thank you so much for being a part of the show. I know, uh, you know, it's, we did the half an hour and we hung out here. Um, and I, you know, I feel honored and privileged to call you a friend and also a, a coworker in the industry because honestly, um, of everything you've done for the show as well, and everybody else that has done everything for the show, um, and giving me chances to interview artists that people love and also artists that I've fallen in love with. I mean especially uh, some of your clients in the past and present as well. Um, so, Jen, have a great week. Have a great Friday. And, uh, you know, go enjoy yourself. It's almost it was almost quitting time for you for the weekend. Yeah. So have a good one. <laughs> enjoy your Absolutely. drink. A nice wine glass of wine uh, on the beach in, 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 in Florida there, wherever you planned on doing. Um, and yeah. uh, we'll talk soon. So, Jen, real quick, again, tell them where they can find uh, – Catalyst and everything else about you on the World Wide Web real quick. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much again for having me. Um, for anyone that's interested in learning more about Catalyst, they can go to the catalystpublicitygroup.com, um, and then all of our information is on there, and it's pretty much a good hub to start with. Um, but, yeah, thank you again so much. I'm so glad that we were able to do this. And, again, thank you so much for the support over the last couple of years. Uh, it's nice to – develop really cool relationships with people in the industry and have them uh, care as much about the artists as you do. So definitely appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I think, I think I might close up for the day. I think it, I think it's about time. So um, it's so, yeah, time so for that glass so of wine. Much. I have to get ready for my day job now. <laughs> this, oh, your your day job's over. My day job's just about to start. <laughs> I'll be sitting there selling oh. sports bets for the rest of the day. So uh, oh, and then God. tomorrow night I'll be seeing. Good, hey, I'll I'll enjoy my Saturday. I'll go see Good Charlotte and and uh, hopefully see those boys kick ass and take names. Awesome. Uh, after a tremendous yes. week of of everything here in in the music world, so 
Um, thank you so much, Jen. Have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. And uh, thank we'll, you. we'll see more of the Catalyst Publicity Group's uh, uh, clients. I was like trying to think of a word, artists and clients, <laughs> on, on the show soon. So have a good one. We'll talk soon. Awesome. Sounds great. Talk to you soon. And everybody, that was Jen Appel of the Catalyst Publicity Group. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have her on, and also for everybody listening in. If you guys want again uh, have any questions for her, she you know is available on the social medias and also Catalyst Publicity Group. You can just type that in and uh, find that as well on the World Wide Web. So we'll be back next week. We do not have a guest lined up for Publicity uh, the Industry Friday. I think it's going to be Sean O'Donnell, uh, though, who is also a publicist. Uh, that I've been working with for a while, and maybe uh, in the near future we'll have uh, other great people like Mike Zemer, Ray Rolden, uh, and everybody else, Mike Cubios, all on the show. I know um, they've been guests on uh, the great show that has uh, also been taking off on Adobe Radio, uh, Waldman's Words. And, uh, you know, thank you, Scott, um, for being on the show as well, and also uh, everybody else that has been on the show in the past uh, on on my regular show on New Music Inferno, uh, not just... New Music Inferno Industry Fridays, uh, but just the New Music Inferno brand. It's been taking off, and I, you know, have so much involved coming up here soon. I mean, uh, you know, we have more Warped Tour coverage coming and uh, just more uh, more reviews. Uh, so if you guys aren't following us on the Facebook, please do facebook.com backslash New Music Inferno. Also, if you don't have uh, us on Instagram, please do. We have a takeover coming on right now from our good friend, Invited Heaven. And then tomorrow we have Fiki as well, which is Saturday if you guys are listening in. Uh, and uh, next week we have, I know we have uh, Sonic Boom Sticks, and we're trying to get more before Warped Tour ends because, honestly, you, you guys want to see more from artists from our end as well. So we're trying to do that, trying to get more coverage and uh, more things in the world of, of you know takeovers and everything else like that going on. So if you guys want to be on, anybody who's in the industry that has been listening to these shows and would like to be in, Please contact me at uh, at New Music Inferno on the Twitter or also uh, my email, uh, John Rankin and MI dot at Gmail, uh, John Rankin and MI at Gmail dot com. Sorry, I spaced out there and said dot I meant at Gmail dot com, but whatever. Um, but everybody have a great weekend. Thank you all so much for being a part of the show. Um, and things are just going to get better and better for New Music Inferno. I mean, honestly, uh, I've been you know making ideas and stuff like that up uh, recently, and they're going to call uh, all fall into place. We may have other uh, podcasts being broadcasted on the same page, um, but who knows? You never know. I mean, honestly, we're working on that, so everything's in, in the workout stages of, of getting everything together. But love you guys all for listening in. Love you all for your support, and everybody have a continuing successful Friday, and we are here for you. If you guys any, need anybody again, we are here for you guys. Uh, because honestly, we are part of the music community. We are part of the world that we live in, and we love being uh, here for you guys on a regular basis if we can be uh, to help and, and send a positive message because it's get better. It gets better. You guys need help, need somebody to talk to. We are here for you. We love you guys. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you all soon. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs>